Taylor Ball here. As a society, we have a few somewhat irrational fears. For example, hundreds of people are terrified of flying in planes, and it's considered relatively normal. Yes, it's a bit of a travel inconvenience, but not entirely unheard of. In fact, you probably know someone who's scared of flying. But did you know you're more likely to die from a bee sting or from a bolt of lightning than you are from a plane crash? Crazy, huh? Another weird fear, public speaking. Public speaking is consistently ranked as one of America's biggest fears. Some studies even show that people are more scared of public speaking than of death. Death, what's that about? So here's Taylor's take on public speaking, a national fear. Let's get this ball rolling. My youngest sister is an incredibly talented public speaker. She actually won a provincial public speaking competition and now regularly competes on her school's debate and public speaking teams. Me, not so much. I like public speaking in theory, but not really in practice. People often assume I love giving speeches because, well, I give them regularly and thanks to a lot of practice, I no longer look nervous. And I say this modestly, but I'm pretty good at it. Little do they know, I'm terrified of public speaking. That's right, terrified. To this day, before any presentation, I feel sick. The about-to-vomit kind of sick. And this happens even if it's not a big presentation. For example, I get this sick-to-my-stomach feeling even if all I do is raise my hand to answer a question in class. Not fun. Now, this fear wasn't triggered by some traumatic childhood event. I've always just had a bit of stage fright. It's one of the reasons why my future as a professional ballerina ended after my first lesson. Throughout high school, we would give presentations on our summer readings when we returned in September. I would write my script the day the topic of the book report was assigned, so I could practice as much as I could before presentation day. I remember in grade 8, my hands shook so much during the presentation that I had a hard time reading my notes. Now thankfully, my practice had paid off, and I did most of the presentation from memory. The next year, in grade 9, I concentrated on keeping my hands still. Don't shake. Don't shake. Don't shake. It was my public speaking mantra. Sure enough, I managed to keep my hands still, but then my knees started to shake. This was less noticeable to the audience, but it didn't help me at all because I kept wobbling and almost falling over. Smooth, I know. Flash forward a few years, and I'm in grade 12. I just got elected to be a prefect. That's a fancy name given to the head members of student council. I was co-head of the athletics council. I was so excited. I had worked so hard to get to the spot, and I knew I was going to do great things. I told myself, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to inspire younger students. Essentially, I was going to change the world. In my mind, I was going to change the Athletics Council, just like Oprah changed television. I was hot stuff. In all the excitement, I had failed to take into account the fact that the position involved a lot of public speaking. I forgot that I would regularly be addressing a crowd of 400-plus people at school assemblies. Yikes. So, I thought about it. Do I really need to make a difference? It would be a whole lot easier if I just let someone else do it. I mean, let Oprah change the world. But I stuck with it. So, here I was, head of the Athletics Council, and regularly worried I would throw up in front of a crowd full of people. I was pretty concerned, because normally at assemblies, the sports summary is kind of boring, and I say this with love. It's often just a long-winded recap of all the tournaments, trophies, and triumphs of the term. It all blurs together. The last thing I wanted to do was bore the audience to death. So, I pulled out my notebook and got to brainstorming. 
I quickly came up with a few ideas, and my co-head and I started writing our script. And it went really well. Our first speech was a recipe for success. It was corny and a little hokey, but it got a lot of laughs. Our second speech was given before school left for the winter holidays. We did our sports recap as a parody of the night before Christmas. What can I say? Twas a success. We did a few poems and raps and hosted the athletics banquet, and then we were even asked to be the MCs of the graduation banquet. That's the congrats you survived high school celebration, in case you are wondering. Overall, it was a success. I wasn't Oprah, but I did make a difference, even if it was just making the assemblies a little less boring. So, lessons learned. Here are my tips to nervous public speakers. Number one, practice. <laughs> I was a little obsessive about practicing. I would record myself reading the speech and then listen to it while walking to school or while lying in bed. I even printed copies of my notes and taped them to the glass door in my shower so I could practice while getting ready for school. Yep, I know what you're thinking. I am a total nerd. Number two, <laughs> research public speaking tips that work for you. Some people say imagining the audience in their underwear helps, but it didn't really work for me. The most helpful tip I found was to look at people's foreheads, not eyes, when addressing a large group. Number three, smile, unless it's a super serious topic. Smiling makes you look less nervous and can give you a needed confidence boost. So that's my take on the topic. What do you think? Are you scared of public speaking? And if so, how do you cope? I want to hear your thoughts, but for now, I gotta bounce.